Well, in this month of October, Holy Mother Church turns the hearts and minds of the faithful to the rosary. What role does the rosary play in your own devotional life? Whether you're a novice or a multi-decade veteran, there's always more to be learned and experienced through the rosary. Here to offer some thoughts on how you might grow in your appreciation and practice of the rosary is Barb Ernster, communications manager, editor, and speaker for the World Apostolate of Fatima USA since 2015, and the president of the St. Paul Minneapolis Diocesan Division. Barb, welcome to Practicing Catholic. Well, thanks for having me on. It's good to be here with you. Fantastic. It's an honor to have you on the show with us. In past interviews with our friends on the National Network, like Drew Mariana, you focused understandably on Our Lady of Fatima. Could you share just a brief explanation of what this apparition, the apparition in Fatima, is to our listeners? Well, the apparitions at Fatima were considered so deeply rooted in the gospel and the whole of tradition of the Church that John Paul II said it, it, it compels the Church to spread the message. And so Our Lady appeared six times to the three little shepherd children in a little village called Fatima, Portugal, in 1917 on the 13th day of the month of May through October. And she packed a lot in during those six apparitions, even though she didn't speak a whole lot. Every time I read those messages, they're very, they really compel me to learn more. And at each of the six apparitions, she asks for the daily rosary. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the children's families would only pray the rosary during the month of May and October. So when she was asking them for the daily rosary, that was something new and different for them. And she said it was a, primarily it was to pray for peace in the world. But, of course, that transitions to peace in our families and peace in our own hearts. And it was such an important message for our time because of what was going to be happening throughout the, the uh, 20th century with the Second World War on the horizon and all the breakdowns of morals and family. And she wanted us to have a weapon that we could use to help keep us centered on the gospel message of Jesus Christ and keep our eyes on him. Hmm. In and of itself, a great, uh, great fruit of regular praying of the rosary. And let's, uh, let's start when we're talking about the rosary here. When and where was the rosary first established? Well, it's established with uh, St. Dominic back in, I can't, I can't remember the exact time, the 1500s, and it was brought Fourth, I think it was 1100s, and then it was brought forth under the Dominican order. Mm-hmm. And the rosary really has a, a long, long history. I think at one time it was called the, the Office of Mary, or the, the Little Office of Mary. They prayed 150 of these little prayers to Mary, and then it developed into the rosary. And, you know, Mary has asked for this all of her apparitions, because it is a spiritual weapon for us, and it it draws us into her own heart, where she keeps her treasure. You know, when, when you read about all the scenes that unfolded in the Gospel, where she's there, and she's, you know, at the birth of Christ, and the shepherds come, and, you know, she they, they always say in Luke's Gospel, Mary treasured these in her heart. Mm-hmm. And so, by praying the rosary, she's inviting us into her own heart, and to get closer to her as our mother, and to understand the life of Christ, and and to also treasure these scenes and learn from her, be schooled by her own Immaculate Heart. You know, at Fatima, the devotion to the Immaculate Heart was something that she, that our Lord told Lucia he wanted spread throughout the world. And part of this devotion is to pray the rosary every day, because then you're schooled in her Immaculate Heart. You learn from the treasure that's there. 
Yeah, and that's interesting. That brings up a, a question too. I'm a I'm a convert to the faith myself from a from a Protestant background, and you know, you think about the the rosary specifically. And I remember one particular time uh, I was I had just put together kind of a beaded necklace. Actually, my wife put together put it together for me a beaded necklace that had a cross on it. It looked maybe a little bit like a rosary, but um, and I was wearing this necklace during the uh, season of Lent, actually, as kind of a Lenten devotional practice. And again, I was not Catholic. I was not praying the rosary, um, that sort of thing. But uh, some of my Protestant friends saw it and they said, what is that? Is that a rosary around your neck? You're kind of accusatory. So, um, you know, if someone said that it's it's really just you're praying to Mary instead of God. Some of our Protestant brothers and sisters might accuse people who pray the rosary of that. How how might we respond to that? We're not praying to Mary. We're praying with her, and we're meditating on the, on the mysteries of the gospel on, on her son. And it's a prayer that helps lead us into meditation and contemplation. And when you're meditating on those scenes from the gospel, so you're really, it's drawing you to the gospel message of Jesus Christ. And Mary never leads us anywhere but to her son, in, especially in the Eucharist. And she wants us to walk with her through her journey on earth with Jesus. So it points us to Christ. It, You know, before the Bible was written down, people did meditate on the scenes. They, they were, they were um, you know, oral tradition was brought them down or handed them down from generation to generation. Right. So the rosary really was already in place to help people meditate on those scenes of the gospel. So it's not praying to Mary. We're praying with her mm-hmm. to her son, and we're experiencing the treasure that was in her heart and contemplating the scenes of Christ. Right, right. And that just underscores the importance of the mysteries as part of the rosary, that that's a... Uh, yeah, it's not just kind of this mindless recitation of words over and over and over again, but we're meant to be focusing in our minds on these mysteries that are given to us, right? Yeah, and, and oftentimes we're distracted, but as Father Andrew <laughs> Apostle said, your imagination is still active, and to just try to ignore that and, and know that your prayers are not wasted even if you're distracted. But you know, uh, yes. There are times when you pray a really good rosary and you really get something good out of it, and other times where you know it wasn't that good, like especially if you're praying in the car. <laughs> I have a harder time praying in the car because I have to focus on the road. It is hard to meditate. when. Oh, you're... Barb, it looks like you're looking right into my life. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad to hear. <laughs> I'm glad to hear I'm not the only one. Yes, absolutely. Uh, very good. So um, let's go on with that and uh, along that theme of um, some of the fruits that can come from praying the rosary. What, what types of promises are offered to those who pray the rosary, perhaps pray it daily? Well, Mary has 15 promises that she gave to St. Dominic, and, and a lot of them I, I really found that they have been true in my life, and some of them are, are you know, she promises that you will receive special graces. Um, she promises that, you know, you'll never be, um, you shall obtain all that you ask for by the recitation of the rosary. Um, they will shine, have a higher merit, have a higher degree of glory in heaven. Um, she promises that those who pray shall be delivered from purgatory. Um, all those who propagate the Holy Rosary shall be aided by her in all their necessities. And she says they will never be conquered by misfortune. Now, I have to say I've experienced this myself that there's been, you know, we all have different different trials throughout our lives and our families and things we're dealing with with our children, but 
you know, Our Lady promises to be there to assist us with all the graces we need to get through this life, and she's not going to she's not going to let us down. So there's many promises associated. I would just encourage people to the 15 promises of the Virgin Mary that was given to Saint Dominic. Just Google that and and start to take this rosary into their hearts and let Our Lady be our mother during these times. That's what she wants to be. She wants to be our mother and she wants to guide her children to heaven and back to the glory of heaven. The other thing I, I would say that the Hail Mary is is right from the from the Bible. So right. you know, Protestants who feel that we're you know we're honor we're, we're worshiping Mary, we're not. We're saying the prayers that Saint Elizabeth gave us when she met with Mary during the visitation. So we're right. just repeating prayers that are right from the Bible. Yeah, that's always something that's striking to me as as we're praying the the Our Father, the Hail Mary, and the Glory Be as as we're praying throughout the rosaries that are that are steeped in Scripture. Obviously, uh, the Our Father given by Jesus to to us um, and uh, to pray specifically. And I mean, you can't you can't really do a lot better than a than a prayer that's given by the Lord, right? To to pray, and then yeah, like you say. The Hail Mary is right from Scripture again, from the words of Gabriel and uh, and of words of Elizabeth, as you said, um, just and then entreating her prayers on our behalf. So wonderful, just reminder that the Rosary is is consisting of these these very scriptural prayers, these very scriptural words. Yeah, very mm-hmm. good. So um, if uh, if we're thinking about again, just the the regular prayer of the Rosary. How about praying the Rosary together, maybe as a family? I mean, here on Relevant Radio, every every day we have the the seven o'clock uh, Central, seven p.m. Central. We have the family Rosary across America, and uh, it's really encouraged to be prayed certainly by individuals. But I know that it's a regular family devotion. What are some of the What are some of the ways that it can help families to pray the Rosary together? Well, I know when I was a younger child, my mom said I used to crawl up my dad's back and she would start giggling, so we had a hard time saying the family rosary, but <laughs> I have to say, I'm an empty nester now, and I often join with Father Rocky at 7 p.m. and pray the family rosary, because then I feel I'm praying with other people. And I just encourage people, no matter how young your children are, to introduce them to this beautiful prayer. Um, I know my children kept it with them throughout their lives. They, some of, Several of them still pray it, but... They, they do know that it brings peace, and maybe it's it's a little more chaotic when you're praying as a family, but it still is introducing them to Mary, and she wants them to know who she is. She wants them to know that she's their mother, and it's still very beneficial. And again, to, to, to ponder those 15 promises of the Virgin Mary, um, whoever shall faithfully serve me in the recitation of the rosary shall receive signal graces. I, I've experienced that. It's a powerful armor against hell. It will destroy mm-hmm. vice and decrease sin. It's a way to help us obtain holiness. And we have to believe that if Our Lady made these promises, she's not going to let us down. And so, yes, it's a great way for families to pray, and it's really only 15 minutes. One thing I do recommend is don't add on a lot of additional prayers at the end of it, because that can drag it out another 10 minutes, and mm. some of these prayers are really hard for little kids to understand you want to add to your rosary yourself as an adult, but as, as a family, one, one of the things people do, they, they'll like have pictures of whatever mystery they're meditating on, and the kids can look at that while you're praying. It gives them something to do and something mm. to look at. You can read the little scripture reading from the, from the Bible to help them center them on the scene that you're about to pray for, and it helps them remember the mysteries then later. So don't give up. I, I truly believe, even if you can do it once a, once a week, um, as a family, you know, have Sunday night be your family rosary night. 
you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself so that you get frustrated. That's one way the devil likes to tempt us, to be frustrated and discouraged. Oh, I can't get this done. We, we're just too busy. So focus on one night a week and, and give your kids something to look at and read the scripture readings to help them center on the prayer. Yeah, I really like that idea of of picture. In fact, we might have to, I might have to think this through a little bit because one of the things that uh, so I'm, I'm a recent, new or recently appointed uh, director of religious education for our parish here, and one of the things that we have started doing is we've started praying a decade of the Rosary uh, at the conclusion of every Wednesday night um, religious head meeting, and so um, that's been. I think I'm looking to our mother to provide some. Some great fruits there in, in terms of the life of these children, but I like the idea of the picture, uh, a picture from the from the mystery that we're meditating on, because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes that can really draw help draw especially children in. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, Barb, we're we're nearing the end of our time, but I wanted to also ask you about um, where listeners can learn more specifically about the what. Well, what is the World Apostolate of Fatima, and where can listeners learn more? Okay, the World Apostolate of Fatima is actually a spiritual movement of people who are dedicated to promoting and living the messages given by Our Lady of Fatima. It was formed in 1947 as the Blue Army of Our Lady of Fatima, which at the time was to conquer the Red Army of atheistic communism that was from Uh Russia. But in 2005, Pope John Paul II raised us to a public association of the faithful. Our name was changed to World Apostle of Fatima. We keep the tagline, Our Lady's Blue Army, to incorporate that history, but you can learn all about Fatima and the messages and events going on at bluearmy.com. Bluearmy.com. All right. Well, there you go. Well, Barb, it's been a pleasure having you on the program. Thanks for giving us some tips about praying the rosary, and I hope that you will uh, enjoy many fruits from the rosary here, especially in this month of the rosary. God bless you and all you do, Barb. Thanks for being with us. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Now, thank you to Barb. And again, that website is bluearmy.com. Well, it's time for our first break. Don't go away, though. Coming up, the special and critical role young adults play in our Archdiocesan Synod. That's right. We want them to get involved. We'll be back right after this. 